you're even jealous of my car. And you can't handle it, Tony, and so you're lashing out at me. Baby girl, listen up because I will only say this once. Sweetie, you can have a Porsche. Hell, you could have a Porsche for every day of the week. And you will still never be as fly as me. <laughs> okay, you flyness. It's pronounced Porsche. Whatever, bitch up. Welcome to another episode of Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast, where today we're covering an episode called Game Over. It is not the game episode, but it's called Game Over. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. Today's uh, episode was written by Tim Edwards, original air date, March 27th, 2006. Hey, Etsy. Hey, girl. Hey. Sim Simma. Who got the keys to my Bima? Come on. If if they don't know that reference, they're too young for you. Okay? <laughs> Yo, if you had failed, I would have <laughs> I knew you wasn't going to fail that, though. I knew you wasn't going to fail that. I was seeing that on TikTok or some shit. People were doing that. Um, I, I saw one of my girls do that, do that to her coworker. She was lacking melanin. And she was like, Sim Simma? <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this is just... It's weird that, like, <laughs> you can say it to a black person, or they're not black? No, they're not black. You can say it to a black person, and it's just automatic. You <laughs> it's already just, like, know. We can't not say it, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but I just thought I'd say that. But you know what? I went to this event the other day, and you know how these kids, these, um, I guess, Gen Zers and whatever's after Gen Z, will wear these band tees and they don't know any songs by the band on their shirt. Yeah, that was another video on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It was at a high school or something like that. So I went to this event. It was at a park. It was like this outdoor event, like concert kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? Let me test that theory. <laughs> and the first shirt, and I, you know, I'm kind of laughing because Etsy's wearing a band tee right now. The iconic. TLC. The legendary. Well, Etsy... Can you name a song from TLC? Don't go chasing waterfall. Hey, please stick to the... What's the name of that song? Ah, waterfall. Stop playing. So so this girl, this black girl, I guess she might have been like 17, 18, possibly. Oh. Was wearing a TLC shirt. That was the first shirt I came across. And I was like, hey, can you name a song by TLC? She's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to them. I, I just bought the shirt because it's vintage. And I thought it looked cool. And then she was with some friends and the fr- the friends <laughs> pointed to her shirt. And the shit said no scrubs on her shirt. Oh, my God. Oh, they're like, you didn't look at you. That's a song right there. Oh. She's like, I don't look at the shirt. I just put it on. It's vintage. You know what? Here's the thing, though, right? So she's about 17, 18, which means she was probably born maybe 2005. I don't know if that's an excuse because like. You got tons of access to music. There's no barriers anymore. This is in the 90s. All right. Well, YouTube, uh, Spotify, all that shit. That. But what my point was, I mean, I'm glad you bring that up because that's where I was going, was you have tons of access to music, but everybody is in their musical chamber. Right. Nobody is cool. really on some shit where 
you gonna blast the house with music that I don't listen to and I'm gonna be forced to know who this artist was anyway because that's how I was um that's legit growing up you know everybody has that's their legit. own Spotify list recommendations and if you don't know then you don't know so because of the internet okay cool don't wear the shirt then stop buying the shirt well, don't how, wear it we, we can't tell people what shirts to wear and what not to wear if the girl want to wear it because it's cool they want to wear it because it's cool i've been seeing them wear leah shirts people that are like 16 17 and doing the whole aesthetic they they think it looks good so they're gonna wear it you know that's just kind of that on that and you can't tell them nothing <sighs> so the whole night we were trying we would find people we found about four people nobody could name anything about there had different bands no one can name a song I was mm. like, at this point, can you name a member? Can you name an album? Can you name something? Mm. No one. I saw, I saw a guy with a Metallica shirt, a guy with a Rolling Stone shirt, a girl with a Zeppelin shirt. Nobody knew anything about the shirts, mm-hmm. about the bands or listed on the shirts. They just wear the shirts for the look. Maybe I'm just old head like like that, but well, I can't. the reason why the, the, the music, the current state of music is the way it is. Their taste, their musical <sighs> palette is just... Very limited. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not trying to tell you what to buy, but like, it's really not a good look. I don't know. To me, yeah. To wa- to wear a shirt, you don't know the band, you don't know a song, and it's TLC. Waterfalls is at the tip of everybody's tongue. That song was everywhere. That, no scrubs. That to me is what makes it more appalling. Like you don't know, probably like the biggest girl group of like. Like, you don't know And that? you're a girl. It wasn't like it was a dude wearing it, which probably would have been like, no, nah, I think the girls are fine, so I bought the shirt. Like, or something like that. Like, I mean, it could have, she maybe she thought the girls was fine. I don't know. But yeah. she said, it was vintage. I bought it at Vintage Place. It looked cute, so I bought it. Like, That's what she said to me. TLC is probably, like, one of the most mainstream groups of all time. Like, you can't really yeah. get any bigger than them in their peak. It's, so I'm... <laughs> it's hard to be like, yeah, I don't know one song. I don't know... Even if you've never heard No Scrubs, you haven't heard it referenced in other things. Like, remember when COVID happened and they were like, if you want to wash your hands properly, you sing No Scrubs uh-huh. twice. Uh-huh. And then that's how you know. Sing the chorus twice. And that's how you know you've washed your hands long enough. Like, uh-huh. there's been so many ways you could know yeah, without actually hearing, you know. It's weird. They're in their own world, you know. They're not, they're not forced to listen to their older siblings or parents' music Saturday morning. Or throughout the house during the week. I'm I'm dead ass. Or when you get home from school and your mom's cleaning the house. Or when you get home from the crib and, you know, your parents cooking and cleaning. They're not forced. And, and, and you can tell. <laughs> <sighs> it just, it, it, it hurt my heart. I don't know. That ain't me. Couldn't be me. But mm. I thought I'd throw that out there. It's just funny that, that Etsy wore a shirt like that today. We never talked about this. I just put this in the notes because it was an experience I had uh, last week. So, yeah. um... Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to TLC. Rest in peace, left eye. Yeah, yeah. Friends of the show. Um, Tion, T-Boss. <laughs> Chili. Well, you know, they can still be friends of the show. Oh, you seen Chili Boyfriend? You know Chili Dan, right? Oh, boy from... um. Boy Meets World. Okay. Sean's brother. All right. Here for the 90s, 90s niggas dating each other. I know that's right. <laughs> These ninety niggas out here dating each other. Well, we gotta, we gotta put the uh, powers combined. You know, make a big, um, 
just like uh, Nelly and Ashanti. They got early 2000s energy clashing, oh. like, you know. <laughs> that. Oh. Yeah. Wait, you're not supporting that? I guess. I just think that when you were with they both look for happy. a long time, and then y'all break up for a long time, I just think that that chapter should be closed. But I'm, I'm not them. I love Ashanti. I am an early 2000s Ashanti stan. I used to be obsessed with Ashanti. Obsessed. Obsessed. She's obsessed. been perfect my whole life. Shout out to Ashanti. Um, yeah. Shout out to Nelly, too. That nigga Friend got of the hits. show, Nelly and Ashanti, as well. Friends of the show. <laughs> Everybody's friends. If you guys haven't noticed, like, I know we're about six seasons in, but if we like you, you're a friend of the show. Friend to the show. You gave us bops, we give you love. Yeah, doesn't mean that they 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 know us personally. Um, they might not even know that we're friends of the show, and I mean that they're friends of our show, but they are friends of our show. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna get started with this episode, game over, and Etsy. It is your time to start the cold open. So we are in the restaurant of William and Jones, and we see Darnell. What? He's beating everybody. And what happened? <laughs> Why are you just call it the J spot? We are in the restaurant of William and Jones. Just call it. It's like the longest <laughs> sentence on earth. Say we're the J spot, guys. We're in the J spot. You don't like titles of restaurants. I noticed that. <laughs> you don't like Skia. You don't like Salt. You didn't like Ame. You didn't like uh, was it one eighty seven? You just like to say the restaurant, the, the lunch spot. Y'all, y'all, y'all know the vibes. We in the restaurant. We got Darnell. He's beating everybody in this video game and William don't like that because he's like, yo, like this is our first game night. We can't have you beating everybody and they're not going to come back because they don't be feeling good when they come here. So chill. Like the fuck wrong with you? So (laughs) Darnell tells William that he is going to teach him how to play. That's cool. That's cool. We we get a lot of um bonding between them. Uh, We never seen this before. So I think, well, I know we're getting after this episode we're getting a lot more of them bonding but up until this point we haven't seen much of that so yeah they pick up the controller and william start starts making pew 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 noise noises i think they're playing basketball so ain't no pew pew mm-hmm. but uh darnell's like let the machine make the noise all right <laughs> um so since i feel like this video game shit is so boring and <laughs> not needed let's get through it first mm-hmm so let's continue with this video game shit and then we'll get to the to the meat. Mm-hmm. Pause. Mm. Meat and potatoes. <laughs> so back at the J-Spot, William's still playing video games with Darnell. He's teaching them. And William's starting to get the hang of it a little more. And mm-hmm. Darnell's like, well, I got to go leave uh, to pick up Jabari at my mom's house. And William does this like psychology thing where he shames him for it. You want to run it back? No, no, that's right. You gotta go pick up Jabari at your mommy's. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. He's kind of making fun of him. Yeah, it's like, that's his son. <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, um, let's make fun of this guy for taking care of his son. But it works on Darnell. <laughs> he gets so fucking um, shamed that he sits back down and ignores his responsibilities with his son and decides to play more video games with William. And um, next we get a scene after that of Darnell coming into the J-spot upset at William about something that he did. He got uh, Jabarbar's money when he played him. He played him for his bread, a little lunch money. 
And he beat him, and then he actually took this little boy money. Wow, William. <laughs> he even got an IOU for his kidney. But, you know, Darnell's upset. He's like, how could you do this mm-hmm. to my kid? I'm like, did you teach your son to gamble? Because why was he even putting up his lunch money to begin with to play video games? What are you teaching your child? I thought that, too. I mean, but, you know, I, I put most of the blame on William because he's the adult. But side eye yeah, and like, I mean, um, come on now. Why would you gamble with your whole money knowing that you that's 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 your that's lunch you money. Eat. That's that's how you eat. That's equivalent to he like, didn't eat that day because it got sto- it got taken. Gambling their their money for the week, their their rent. You feel me? Like how you gonna survive? And it's also um interesting that Jabari gambled away his kidney. Yeah, that's what too. are you teaching this child? Darnell? I don't know if William's the problem at that point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But William's making bad uh, metaphors and stuff and then blames his use of terrible metaphors on hanging out with, quote, these heifers. And Darnell's like, hey, my wife is one of those heifers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still so funny that Darnell is cool with another straight man hanging out with his wife all buddy-buddy. Like, is that normal? That's not normal. Is that just maturity or... No, he knows that Maya don't want William. William can never really get Maya. He ain't clocked the shit with Stan. He was hanging out with Stan, had no clue. Yeah, but Stan wasn't hanging out with Maya in the open, right? He was hanging oh, out right, with Stan. Right. You see what I'm saying? But he knows I that Maya you. don't want William child. These niggas know who they who they girl gonna fuck and who they girl not gonna fuck. So this is actually should be a good rule. If a nigga is okay with okay. his woman hanging out with... Oh. With his woman, okay. with his woman hanging like, out with you, that means that, that means you ugly. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna say it, but I mean, come on, let's, that let's, you ugly. let's be real here. If he's totally cool with you hanging out with his girl, his wife, his fiance, whatever, you ugly. Especially to the degree that William hangs like William's there all the time. He is a fifth girlfriend. Oh yeah, like. That's what Brock said. He clocked it. And Brock ain't even been around that long. He wasn't even around them that long. Mm-hmm. And he could see it. Mm-hmm. He know. So he's yeah. chilling. To conclude that scene, Darnell just threatens William about, like, um, messing with his kid. And he starts to play the game to try to get some pride and Jabari's lunch money back. And then the final scene of that arc, um, they are at the house. I believe it's uh, Maya and Darnell's apartment. And they're playing video games. And Darnell is uh, telling Jabari, like... All I'm saying is, is, if you lose, you take it like a man. But if you talk too much smack and you lose, oh, then you pay the consequences. And then we show a wide shot, and what do we see? We see William! So, yeah, they're sitting on William, playing the game. And William's like, can I get up? And then they're like, no, at the same time. That was kind of weird. That's not, like, usually in their girlfriend's... Um... Like how they do comedy, like how they're sitting on William. That didn't stick out to I you. Mean, it's kind of goofy, silly. No, it didn't. It didn't bump me or anything. I ju- didn't notice it. It seemed normal to me. There's a lot of silly things in this show. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's get to the good stuff. We are at Tony's apartment, and Joan comes by with an invitation to a Vanity Fair party. Mm. Is it the Oscars after party? I mean, it's March, so a little late for the Oscars. But when I heard Vanity Fair, I was like, okay, Joan, you get to go to that. 
not the J spot opening doors for you and the Hollywood in a circle. I mean, it's the J spot and Derek putting her in that magazine. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He got too much power, bro. I don't know. Mm, that's not that's cool. true. But anyway, uh, she wants Tony to go with her to the party. And I'm loving Tony's dress. Oh, yeah. I love that. Initially, I was like, is she just going to wear the dress around the house like that? That's how you like you're going to show it off and go somewhere. But she got mm-hmm. a baby and shit. so She can't really hop out. Mm-hmm. Tony looks at the invitation is like tonight. You can't just jump out and run to some C-list party. I'm like, Vanity Fair, bitch, that ain't Silas. <laughs> and Jones says the same thing. That's just Tony trying to devalue and diminish, you know, because she can't go. Yeah. But Tony said, well, they invited you, so I'm being generous. I'm like, damn. Tony's a hater hater. I thought I knew She's she was a hater. She's a hater like but Tony. She a hater, hater. Don't be mad because your ass got knocked up. And now you all barefoot and pregnant. Gotta take care of them babies. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, no shade. No shade to pregnant women. Y'all doing y'all thing. Y'all doing God's work. No shade. Shout out to y'all. Friends of the show. Yeah. (laughs) They said God gives his battles to his toughest soldiers. Shout out to y'all. Because they said the titties is um, falling off. Oh, come on. (laughs) Etsy. We're still on that. We're Girl, still on that? How could we not be on that? What you mean? When were we ever gonna move on? <laughs> From the tail like, falling off? How I get that it could happen, but how common is it to happen? I've known a lot of pregnant women and I've haven't heard of this with them. Only online. So Yeah, but have you not heard of it with them or did they not express that to you? Maybe they haven't expressed it, but I feel like if your titties fall off <laughs> tell somebody i don't know i don't know oh jesus take the wheel um tony don't want to go to the party because she's like who gonna watch morgan we find out she done fired concepcion why she fired concepcion she talking about um todd is trying to dig up anything that they have on her to make her look like a bad mom i'm like how was having a nanny being a bad mom because like we said previously, if Todd would get full custody, the nanny would be the one raising the child. How you going to raise the kid and you in the, the, the hospital 10, 12 hours a day? Ciao. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Because like, here's what I'm thinking. Well, I'll just have to wait till I get there. I'm, a, I'm jumping ahead of my thoughts, but it's coming. I got some, some stuff to say about Todd because he kind of put this on her. So where she would need a nanny. Bitch, where are you? Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody helping her. You're not helping her. You done moved across the motherfucking country. Don't they always say like, well, I guess not always, but most of the time a two-parent household is uh, more efficient. Yeah. And you're not helping her. So what is she going to fucking do? She's going to go find some help. And the fact that she even has the resources, the money to afford a nanny is a blessing in itself. Yeah. So like... That shows that she's financially sufficient. Right. Well... We also see, uh, she says in this scene that um, she's trying, she also has to cut out uh, Concepcion because there's, she doesn't have enough money to keep her on. And unless she touches her never going back to Fresno fund. Jones like, I could give you some money to keep Concepcion on the payroll because the J-Spot's doing way better now. Period. Yeah. I know that's motherfucking okay, right. Not Joan. Big Dan's Clayton. Big B. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, damn. I don't know if she's flaunting her money in her face or if she's just doing a big boss friend move. But Girl, whatever it is, take the check, girl. Okay? Whether <laughs> it's a it. flaunt or not, take the check. All right? Don't let your Yo, ego get like, in the way okay. of your blessings. <laughs> okay, Joe. But yeah, she uh she had to get rid of Concepcion. So basically in this um court case, she has to prove she's a great mother, right? To keep the baby. It's just so irritating that the Does Todd the... have to prove he's a great father? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Are they watching him say. too? Why is the burden of proof on her? If up. anything, he's the one that should be watched because who moves across the country when you have a wife and a kid on the way? That's what her side, her um, lawyer should be saying. Like, you knew she was pregnant and then you still stayed over there. It isn't like you never knew. Once you like, found out, you could have moved your ass right back. Right the fuck back. The show done. Right the fuck back. So I don't know how he looked like a great dad about to get custody. Yeah. This is kind of like TV land, I feel like. Definitely. In real life, this would not go down. <laughs> any any lawyer who has any type of experience would have eat. Todd is such an easy target to prove all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all the red flags. Come on. Right. And it's like, Tony can work from home. Exactly. And she can watch her kid while she's work. You can't take Morgan in the in the operating room. We're going to put exactly. her up in a baby seat next to the to the procedures you're doing. She can work from home. She can watch her kid. Her schedule is flexible. She owns her own real estate company, so she can do whatever the hell she wants to do at the end of the day. Todd, you still work for someone else. Yeah. So instead of going to the party, Tony was hoping that Joan could help her with Morgan that night. Well, I'm like, hell no. Nah. First off, I get Absolutely it. Not. You need help. But this is Vanity Fair, Tony. I'd be like, if I was Joan, I'd be like, girl, that ain't my baby. <laughs> I don't mean to sound rude, but come on girl. now. Vanity Fair, girl, you know how many rich niggas probably going to be there, bitch? Please stop. Because if it was the other way around... Miss oh, Tony Child, Tony would you would gone. not have been trying to babysit <laughs> little Joan Jr. Show wouldn't be not not giving up no Vanity Fair party, girl, please. And really, Joan, what I would have said if I was Joan, since she already offered it, I would have just said, "Well, you know, I can I can pay con what's her name, Concepcion. I can pay Concepcion for the night, you know, since you can't really afford her on your payroll, and then you can come with me. Ooh, cash at me." that would have been a good that would have been good but yeah tony looks shocked that joan would even consider the vanity fair party instead of helping her with a baby that's not hers Mm. she's like uh what you're going to this party instead of helping me raise my child what the fuck like yeah unless the baby dying i mean at that point you just go to the hospital but right ain't ain't nothing i could do if the baby dying like tony what the fuck I'm like, also, Tony, you you can't get Lynn to do it? What? Lynn? Yes! Lynn and Cersei? Yes! Shit, um... I don't, I don't see know about all that. You trust Lynn with your baby? I mean, I was gonna ask you this next week, because the next episode will talk about that, but you, uh... You trust Lynn with your baby? Yeah. I don't think Lynn is malicious or irresponsible. She just You don't think she's irresponsible? Kind of sort of lazy a little bit. But like, I don't think that she would like 
I feel like she falls asleep, forget the leave the baby sleep, like awake, doing her own thing in the kitchen, oh, falling off the couch. Okay, because she decided oh, I could take a nap real quick. Uh, I see what you Baby getting into the fucking I don't know, but I don't know. That's just how I see it. I could be wrong. I mean, <laughs> okay. I Let's just say I saying. could be wrong. Maybe she just how fell I see asleep things. and forgot to put, wrap the baby up, put the baby in the home. Or, or was it baby-proof the house? Yeah. So you sleep, the baby touching the light sockets and all that shit, crawling around? Hell no. Nah, I don't know about all that. Mm. But um, Tony what? does this thing where she tries to rip up the invitation. Mm-mm. So Joan can't see the, the information on the thing. That's That's kid-like. Yeah, that's some 2000 shit, too. Imagine that being yeah, like your you only ticket online. in. <laughs> you can't go online and be like, let me go, let me go to the Evite. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. do that. That's so crazy. Joe would be tight. Yeah. That's crazy though. Like, bitch, why are you ripping up the invitation? Like, That's oh. like that. You're trying to basically kidnap her. Like you're trying to find mm-hmm. ways to not let, you're sabotaging mm-hmm. and you're trying sabotaging to make her. sure she can't go to this thing if she can't, if she doesn't have the invita- invitation with the info on it. Or that, as that be, be her ticket into the place you're gonna tear it up i just you think i'm gonna hang out with you after that like i ain't gonna watch a kid for real she acting like i hate her oh that's tony she surely is so we see them at the party maya joan and lynn they're coming out of the club talking about some it was jumping jumping i was like damn i heard that in a while and we see (laughs) javon Mm -hmm. joan's fake boyfriend who plays basketball Mm-hmm. The paparazzi's all over him. He's cute. He is. He do like he would cheat on you though. You ever see a dude that was so cute, but you like he like he cheat. Mm. I don't know if he that cute, but he an athlete. Mm. Yeah, that too. So, but you know what I'm talking about. You ever see you ever see a guy so cute? You be like, yeah, he probably cheat. Like he mad handsome, so he look like he cheat. Yeah. <laughs> when it really be the ugly ones that be cheating. What? <laughs> Holy shit! You just flipped that shit on his head. I didn't <laughs> think of that. That's what it really be. Cause once this is the thing, when you a nigga that look good, you are used to getting female attention, right? So if you got a girlfriend, you got whoever, it is what it is, right? But if you are ugly nigga, once you get like a baddie, now you want all the baddies. Your ego is on twenty. Now you're like, oh shit, who? What other baddies can I fuck? Well, well, I got you, bitch, and I'm ugly as hell, so I mean, I can get other bitches. Like, child, it's it is a losing battle. Okay. Damn. <laughs> so I mean, it's the ugly ones you gotta worry about. Some people be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get with an ugly nigga because don't nobody want him. Ain't no girls gonna be trying to fuck him because he young." Uh, yeah, no girls be trying yeah. to fuck him, but he will be trying to fuck other girls. It's a two way street. <laughs> I mean, it takes two to tango. So you know, if he the only one tango in, and she don't want to tango. That's a charge. <laughs> yeah, but niggas, they, they're going to keep going. They're going to keep asking somebody. They're going to pursue somebody. Somebody is going to give in. Law of averages. You know, like, <laughs> the the broken clock is right twice a day or something. <laughs> what? <are> th- <laughs> so, uh, but him and Joan, Javon and Joan are, um, they're not together, but they've just been texting. You know, they're in the talking stages. Hmm. And Joan tells the girl she's trying to lock it down. So he comes over and talks to them. It's funny when Lynn starts to, to dance and say, so many men. And then Maya looks at her and goes, yeah, so little rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how they do that with Lynn, how she can't dance because she's half white. 
So the rhythm is diluted. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are like coded whiteness that's in Lynn. It's, it's, it's funny. If you know, you know. I was about to point something out. Maybe not. Would you want to point out? Would you want to point out? The fact that her makeup ain't been popping lately. Mm-hmm. They probably don't got her color backstage. Thought about that? Which is crazy because it's usually the opposite. Right? What is a like black they, show? They usually don't have like the dark skin girls color or like browner skin girls color. But I don't know. I just think that they are focusing on Tony and Maya and then mm, they've been doing Joan pretty good too. I don't know what, what happened with Lynn. It could also be the actress too. Like, you know, what? like she don't want makeup or some shit. Maybe she's not into it being like as glam because Tony. But you're not, you're not the um the showrunner, sweetheart. You're at a job. You put the makeup on that we put on you, just like we do the clothes. That is true. But when you are on a show, after a certain while, a lot of these actors do be having say on what their characters may wear, input right on how they look it happens i feel like they would give that that um privilege to tracy to tracy and not not to anyone else side characters you tried it not side characters chat i mean i don't know what to call her what do, <laughs> how do you call her <laughs> co-stars co-stars yeah i mean whatever anyway javon pulls uh joan aside and says how about we forget about all this texting and actually go out Friday night. And Joan says, I'd love that. That's her, her phrase. I'd love that. Whenever mm-hmm. a guy asked her out. I'd love that. Okay. And she, <laughs> she says, uh, she tries to sound sexy when she says it. She says, I'm sure William can take care of the J-spot. He goes, good. And I'll take care of you. I was like, damn, Javon. Javon, okay. <laughs> mm. So his ride comes in from the uh, valet, and it's a really nice sports car. I, I don't know cars, but... It looked good to me. It's a drop top. Yeah. It's compact. I guess it's expensive. <laughs> and then he get, he goes to his car, and then Joan's Toyota Camry soccer mom car that looks mm-hmm. kind of old and a little beat up mm-hmm. comes up. <laughs> Why did she... Is it no one else has a better car? She couldn't drive William's car that day just to, like, you're going to a high-profile event and you're valeting. I was thinking that. I was even thinking she could have. Oh, yeah. Forget it. What? What? I was about to be like, she could have Uber. Oh, Uber. <laughs> yeah, no Uber. I mean, she could have taken a cab, but it probably would have been way expensive. Um, yeah, it took him forever to come. Yeah, that too. But damn. So Javon's staring at her. She's embarrassed. Um, looking at her car and she tries to pretend it's Lynn's car and Lynn don't understand the lie. She's not getting it. She's like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, Lynn, get in your car. Like, what? I, what? I don't get it. <laughs> and so um, that scene ends and we're back at Tony's. She's calling Joan uh, because Joan's supposed to meet her. She's supposed to babysit Morgan, right? While she shows a house. Well, that's what we find out. Mm-hmm. But Joan's on the phone. She's talking about she got some business to take care of. And Tony's like, you're about to cost me a $3 million commission on a house. Or three million, a commission on a $3 million house. Ooh. I was like, then why you call Joan? You should have taken care of this yourself. I would not depend on another person for that to get me there. How it is much, that much how money. How much is that? How much commission do, do, do they usually get? Do they get like 10%? 10% or something? Damn, 300 racks? I feel like it could be. 
Yeah, that's a that's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, that was so. If that's the case, with Consuelo. <laughs> <laughs> Conception. Conception. That it's would like absolutely help. Conception? Her. Yeah. But Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they name her that as a character on this fucking show? They so unserious. Like, <laughs> I can't deal with that. I think that's a real name, though. I've heard that name, I think, maybe on like a talk show or some shit, but why you could have named her anything else could have been clara mm-hmm. it could have been maria it could have been something like <laughs> regular True. but yeah i'm thinking when i heard that amount i'm like well you should have made it there yourself i would not depend on another person because things happen when you add people to your plans you risk each person having something that's gonna hold you back from what you need to do so <sighs> that and i mean you know, I was clowning her name, but like you could have called old girl if if all you needed really was to have a oh, meeting. Oh, Kelly. Um. Oh no, I, I I wasn't even thinking Kelly. I was thinking about Concepcion, but um. Oh yeah. And like paid her yeah, for yeah. a few hours. You know, you yeah. took her off the payroll because you didn't need her for that like full time. But like, mm-hmm. be like, hey, you know, it's more part time now. Um, feel free to take other jobs, but. Yeah, you know. some freelance shit. We got some freelance shit for you to do. Yeah, come through. Three to six. Come, come through real quick. <laughs> yeah, you know, somebody that's ready to, to make some money from taking care of your child. Exactly. When there's no stakes for that person, they won't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe she she had told... Well, I guess she did tell Joan that she was going to show a house, but... And she did say on the phone, $3 million. So Joan does know. She just doesn't care. <laughs> Joan is in her hot girl era okay yeah so they call it it girl back then but yeah it girl oh they call it it girl now i've I've been hearing the girls call it that yeah i thought that retired that term no they brought it back oh renaissance they they, they brought it back the 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 new generation they be bringing shit back all the time but anyway so yeah jonah's in her hot girl slash it girl era she getting invited to vanity fair parties and shit fucking partying with rich niggas who probably want to spend their money on her sh- bitch she don't want to babysit your motherfucking kid she got yeah. a she got a trending restaurant slash lounge that is like the hottest thing to go to on a friday she fake dating basketball players nba yeah. players like come on now. she she's standing up um reporters and shit baby she's in a whole nother <laughs> league okay the roles have been reversed she is the it girl Tony had her moment. You had it. You were able to live through it. Like, let let Joan do her thing now. Step it is back. what it is, child. Um, that's too much. Um, however, I will say, though, Joan should have kept her word and been there on time. Because if oh, you say course. you're going to be somewhere mm-hmm. and that's your friend and you know that the stakes are high for them, then you be there, you know? Mm-hmm. She could have just said, yeah, nah, I can't I do it, you know, because yeah. now it seems like you a hater. Like, did you sabotage that on purpose? Either that or she didn't care. I mean, that's a very lucrative type of thing, like 300K. That's what I'm saying. And you you heard that number and was like, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, it's cool because I'm, I'm, I'm at this place. I'm kind of stuck somewhere. You could have left. Yeah. For and sure. Like, yeah, we got to handle this another time. But you decided to stay. Mm-hmm. And then 
By the way, I have a I have a note about Tony's outfit here. Love the skirt, Love. the top, gold yeah. chunky chunky belt, high waisted. Gave skirt pencil skirt. Mm-hmm. She's skinny as fuck. Oh, D. Remember the camera adds ten pounds, so. So I mean, she's smaller. All of uh-huh. them. Uh huh. That's that's. I don't even know how that works nowadays. Like, <laughs> you don't see much of that in black women nowadays. No. But I think it, it it might even make you look bigger because now we have like wide screens, mm. right? As opposed to it being a square. Yeah. So chow. It's a rectangle now. Yeah. It's a rectangle now. So Joan says, I'll be there in a few minutes. Go downstairs and wait for me. And when you see why I'm late, trust me, you won't be upset. I've got a big surprise. And Tony says, if you're any later, the surprise will be whether I stab you or shoot you. <laughs> and by the way this little baby cute little baby cute little mm-hmm. white baby mm, don't you think this cute. baby look kind of like todd here they don't they don't got a baby look like todd just like todd yeah white passing that's yeah. todd's whole face mm-hmm. what if that's his baby that's how it be sometimes you know that baby is so calm very i ain't never seen a baby that calm she that's probably crazy. so easy to babysit yeah like all the baby doing is sitting thinking Sitting with her thoughts all day. I want my baby to be like that. Just be like, yeah, mom, what, what, what are we eating today? No crying, no nothing. Um, but Tony's on the phone apologizing to whoever she was going to meet for being late. And at first it sounds like she lost a commission, but I guess not. She just had to postpone it. Um, yeah. And we see Joan comes in driving a car, a silver Porsche. Porsche. It looks similar to Javon's car a little bit. What song was playing when she drove up for you? When you watched it on your thing thing? I don't think there was a song playing for me. Like, there was a popular song. Okay. You would have clocked it. Um, I feel like when I watched this on TV, when it aired, when she was driving up, it was playing Golden by Jill Scott. Now, any listeners out there that might have Mm -hmm. the original DVDs or whatever... I distinctly remember Joan driving up and that song playing. And then that's what made me want to download the song <laughs> back in the day. So I could be wrong, but I've been looking everywhere for that scene to see, to hear that song. And I can't find it. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it's in another episode. What plays during, during that scene now when you look it up? Just some stock music. Some yeah. stock pop music. For, for, for when but I watched it, I too. Just, I always thought it was golden. But anyway... I see the car and I'm like, how are you going to put a baby in there? That ain't safe. I don't know they had back seats. Did it, did it, it look compact. Very. <laughs> how are you going to um, put all her shit? Oh, the baby bag, the this, the stroller. Chill. So Tony says, what are you doing in that car? And Joan's like, this is a surprise. And Tony thinks the car is for her. This is a surprise, Tony. Oh my God. Thank you, Joan. This makes up for everything. I mean, I can't take it back right because I'm not feeling the color. <laughs> it's not for you, silly. I got it for me. <laughs> you went car shopping for yourself? You knew I needed you. I mean, if you're surprising, like, is that supposed to be a surprise for me? Like, <laughs> she girl, worded it like that, yeah. Yeah, like, is it? <laughs> Joan's wrong for this, right? We're all in agreement. Why would you go... This is the shit I'm talking about, where, like, Joan is kind of a hater, too. So, low-key, and this is my controversial opinion, I think that they deserve each other. Because I think that Tony is more... I'm dead ass! Tony is more in your face, you get what you see. 
But Joan is kind of a low-key sabotaging bitch, too. Because why the fuck would you choose the one time that your friend needs you to babysit for this high-commissioned client? $3 million. Yep. 300 k One check. Right? That one time is when you, when you choose to buy your car, when you have all the other time in the world. Come on. Let's yeah. use our heads here. Joan is a low-key hater. I think, I mean, if you can call it hating if you want, I guess, but I just feel like she's never had this kind of popularity and money and um, C-list fame <laughs> that she don't know what to do with it. She don't know how, she can't see other people's problems right now because she's thinking about her own life and what she wants to add to it and what she wants to take advantage of. So... I feel like there's like an oblivious complacency with her, but I don't think she's literally outgoing. Hmm. Tony has this $3 million commission. How can I fucking wreck it? I don't want her to get this money. What can I do? I know I'll sit there and buy a car today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's that thought out. It's like, I think she's just thinking about herself. Yeah. It's very Mm -hmm. selfish. And that's what's making her act this way. But Joan apologizes and gets out of the car. She blames the dealership, which is like, come on. <laughs> you know dealerships take forever to put you in a car. You'd be there all day. Girl. So Joan says, uh, oh, you lost a sale, huh? You thought she lost a sale and you're totally smiling and giggling right now? That's what that's. Uh, now you see what I'm saying. Let's continue. Okay. The plot. Oh, thickens. you lost a sale. I know I was just joking about how good my car is, but. Oh, you lost a sale, huh? And Tony's <laughs> like, nah, I ain't lose a sale. If I did, I'd be talking to you through a seance. Just had to reschedule. And so when she says that, she's like, oh, so you're making a big deal about nothing. You just had to reschedule? Joan, you're not getting it. No, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting why you're mad at me when you've canceled client meetings for an eyebrow waxing. Don't try to put this around on me. You know, I can't be selling houses looking like Albie Shore. And it's not really that. It's not really that because it's your reliability because you did think I lost a sale and you mm-hmm. totally were just like chill about it. Mm-hmm. It's the principle. So that shows your character mm-hmm. and whether I can rely on you in the future. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this scene it has no laugh tracks. I think it's short, like 75% of it's laugh tracks. So I didn't know which part was funny and which part was serious. I was like... <laughs> Tony would tell a joke and there'd be no laugh. I'm like, oh, it's not funny? Okay. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> so Joan says, plus, in all the time I've known you, how long have you kept me waiting? Uh, oh, okay. so it's a tit for tat. So she's getting revenge. Like oh, so I this said. this is a revenge plot. The true uh, villain. But we didn't know that from the beginning. It seems like she just brought that shit out when she saw that Tony was complaining. The true, you, you know, that kind of know, exit interview shit. You save it. You save it until you need it. You, you just collect ammo until you have to throw it out. And this was the time for her. The memes, the the action, the the villain and the true villain next to each other. Oh yeah, they okay. they've done that on about girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> but Tony calls her selfish, and Joan said, "Not nah, that's you. You selfish." Uh, she accuses Tony of being jealous of her success, her car. And everything that's going on with her. And I'm like, damn, Joan, you you a jealous bitch, though. You've been jealous of Tony in the past. Let's not play games. You've been jealous of Tony for a minute. 
you probably low-key still are, which is why you try to sabotage her getting money. Because God forbid a bitch can be a mom and be a successful businesswoman as well. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Now shoes on the other foot. Mm-hmm. So, Tony says, listen to me, because I'll only say it once. You can have a Porsche for every day of the week, and you'll still never be as fly as me. No lies told. off. <laughs> And Joan says, actually, it's pronounced Porsche. And Tony says, whatever, bitch, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and we move on to our next scene. It's the girls in the car. Lynn and Maya, they just told Joan to apologize. Yeah, they don't want to deal with this shit in, this, in the friends group. Plus, like, Tony be venting to them and they don't like that shit. Shit's boring. They don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> So they beg her to fix it like Janet did on Why Did I Get Married Too? <laughs> Love one another. Please fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Um, so we're back at Tony's apartment. Joan shows up to apologize. And Tony's not saying anything. She's just making the face like. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm sorry. Um, we're fighting. and um, But I'm not 100% to blame. Is Tony to blame for this? What does she do? Not a damn thing. Here come Joan trying to um. The only thing she did wrong was to depend on you. <laughs> I'm saying, she thought she had a friend and she did it. Not in this, not, not in this case. Um, yeah, girl. So Joan makes a peace offering and says, you know, I'll do the laundry, maybe clean the kitchen. Tony's like, I don't use the kitchen, but you can feed Morgan and do the laundry. So she's like, cool. So we get a, a jump in time, and it's like very like. We the whole episode they've been at each other's throats, and it's very calm. When you know, once she's there holding Morgan, and I guess it's because they um, you know, how people talk to babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. hey, hey, baby, you gotta be Hi. calm around the baby because they're gonna feel the energy. <laughs> so it's like very, very calm. I like it, and um, I hate this joke about the big poopy. Remember that joke? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like ooh. I don't know why they did this. I don't even think... And the laugh track is in the wrong spot. So, <laughs> Joan's talking to the baby. Who had a big nap, huh? Who had a big poopy? Why are you all up in my business? Uh- <laughs> Tony, I'm talking about Morgan. Oh. <laughs> and there's no laugh. When she says, oh, mm-hmm. I think there should have been one there. Because it was such a dumb joke without the laugh. Mm-hmm. It was cringe. It was weird for um, sure. <laughs> so Tony says, Joan, you look good with the baby. She's like, you think so? And they talk about the baby like it's a Birkin or something. Yeah. <laughs> like she bought You know, that actually looks good on you. Really? Oh, you think so? Okay. <laughs> but Tony's like, I appreciate your help with the baby and everything. And Joan's phone rings. Ooh, it's her man. Are they you- together? He wanna. I mean, you know, they're not together, but that's a little they thing. They're trying to make it happen. You know, they 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 making it do what it do, and um, he wanna take her out, spend some money on her, take her to somewhere nice and chill and whatever. And Joan is like, "Gotta go." <laughs> Joan said, "Oh no, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Yeah, give me some time. I'll go get you know, go get ready and get all cute." And Tony hears this and she's like, she making faces like those disappointed looks that she's giving Joan. Mm-hmm. And she hangs up and 
<laughs> she tells Morgan, Auntie Joan gotta go on a date, girl. I'll see you, girl. She's she like, you be good. Y'all be Gucci. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you hear? That ain't my child. That ain't my baby. <laughs> um, She hands the baby right back to Tony like, mm, okay, mm, here you go. Yep. And Tony gets mad. She's like, I thought she was going to help me with Morgan. I'm like, bitch, what she was doing? <laughs> the fuck? Period. What more do you want? And she was there for three hours. <laughs> three whole fucking hours. Like. I say like an hour longer than she should have been there. <laughs> I mean. That ain't her baby. Yeah, but she, remember, she's making up for her trying it and her <laughs> right, having okay. to lose whatever or whatever. So she got to okay. pay extra. You know, right, right, right. Gotta, got gotta step on eggshells. But on a like, normal yo, occasion, yeah, it would have been a good two. Um, yeah, we would have been out and about because I got a life to live. I'm an egg girl, you know. Right, and thanks so, the egg girl. Um, I be like, bitch, where the daddy at? Can you call the daddy? You need somebody to help you. Where the daddy at? That nigga oh, trying he- to um take the kid away from her and fuck bitches in New York so <laughs> I'm like you trying to get on me by not helping you with your kid call call the baby father and give him the same speech bitch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Joan was there for three hours and Tony should just say thank you and move the fuck on but Tony assumes that her original apology wasn't even sincere because now she wants to leave and go to a party and um, Joan's like wait that's more than I can say for you you didn't say anything during my apology. And Tony's like, what should I be apologizing for? About blowing things out of proportion, Tony, and making me feel guilty for having a life. Bitch, this is what happens when these nerds get a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> they Shit. get a little bit of something oh, and they don't know Jonah how to motherfucking act. Like, isn't that what I was saying earlier? Yeah, and I was going to say. Like, they don't know how to how to do this balance and act where it's like, you can be an it girl and still not be like an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, girl, what? What are you talking yeah. about? It's just like, wow. She you almost made I me lose $300,000 in 2006. That's mm, like, that's what? True. Half that's true. That's a, a whole nother. That's probably closer to half a mil now. Off of one check? Girl, I could live off of that for the whole year plus. Yeah, and I could pay for my legal fees. I might um, be able to get Concepcion back. I can, like, I, I can get Cantaloupe back. Girl, what are you? <laughs> Condola? <laughs> <laughs> That's like insecure when people started calling Condola all these different things, like canola oil and all that shit. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> she tried it. Yeah. And so Tony says, oh, oh, so you're saying I don't have a life because I'm stuck here with Morgan? Yeah, bitch. That is what she's saying. And that's fine because you're a new mom. You're not going to really have a life. I mean, your baby's your life. You do have a life. Yeah, you have like... a life. <laughs> it's the baby. And that's okay. And you're a new mom. That's, that's fine. fine. That's a rewarding experience for most people. Joan says, But you of all people should understand. Come on. Tony, I've never been the girl who doesn't have to stand in a line to wait to get in a club or who gets invited to the good parties or who gets to date more than one guy at a time. My life is so good right now and I'm not going to apologize for it. You know what's funny? That, and this doesn't really have to do with the show per se, but it's like, isn't it funny when these like attractive women that they hire to do these roles and it's like they start saying things and it it doesn't match with how they look like oh you know they did that in barbie they said that in barbie they broke the fourth wall in barbie 
be like, oh, I was never the girl. Joan, with that body. Spoilers for Barbie. Spoilers for Barbie. Right. Spoilers for Barbie. When Margot Mar- <laughs> Robbie, uh, as Barbie said, I'm so ugly. <laughs> I feel so ugly. It's like, it don't be hitting the way it should hit. It's like, Joan. girl, you know what's funny? When I saw the movie in the theater and she said that I'm like what girl girl what she was talking about child now this is this is fantasy I know it's a, a movie about a doll but is this like science fiction or yo and then Helen Mirren's like notes of filmmakers don't cast Margot Robbie if you're trying to make this point child I feel ugly bitch get the fuck off my screen <laughs> Joan talking about she ain't never she always had to wait in line not with that fatty. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know who you lying to. You know what, though? The fatty, how far can it get you? Because she's kind of annoying. So, yeah, like... But to wait in line at a club, they don't know your personality. You think it ain't get The bouncers ain't getting dude, to Joan know... Don't be showing that personality while she's waiting in line. <laughs> she, she be showing that shit while she's waiting in line for the fucking club. And girl... <laughs> Joan just her annoyance is really on every everywhere she goes. Yeah, she's a nerd. I love it. (laughs) But yeah, so Joan says her life's going good right now. She said I ain't going to apologize for it. I mean, part of it's like right and part of it's wrong because I'm like, you do want to capitalize off of this time, this it girl time. Not a lot of people get this opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. But also. You can balance it with being a good friend, mm-hmm. you know, and not let it get to your head. Mm-hmm. It's not one or the other. Tony's kind of doing too much as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to tear up the the invitation at the beginning so she can't go. It's like, bro, like yeah, that was kind of doing. Are the y'all most attached as well. to each other like that? It's giving marriage. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Stage five clinger. <laughs> For real. I don't know if Joan did stuff like that when she was, um, when old girl was trying to marry Todd. I mean, she was jealous, but she wasn't trying to keep Tony in a, like, at her house or try to keep her somewhere, you know? Like, kidnap her. Yeah, she would just kind of act out at her events. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I guess, I don't know what's worse. But, uh, that's, uh, that's that. Joan mm-hmm. leaves, and that's the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Etsy, what was your oh hell yes? Ah, my oh hell yes was when Joan said, oh, you didn't apologize. And Tony is like, bitch, the fuck I'm apologizing for? (laughs) (laughs) When she was like, for being jealous of my life. Like, for blowing things out of proportion. In the world. (laughs) Like, you're trying to make me feel guilty because I'm hanging out with NBA players and you're here with a hanging out with a baby. Like, with don't baby. be mad. <laughs> Get glad because I'm the it girl. Period. <laughs> like, Tony's like, bitch, what, what the fuck are you talking about? What am I apologizing for? You know what's funny? My oh hell yes is the opposite of that. It is Joan... Because I, I know that there's there's two things can be right at the same time. She could be the it girl who's taking advantage of her time. And she could be a bitch at the same time. But I like Joan just being honest with Tony and saying, I'm hot right now. I'm not mm. going to put my life on hold for your baby. Mm. I was like, that's true. 
But they're both battling. It's like a tug of war. They're both right in some instances and wrong in some instances. So I don't know. I'm torn. Who do you mm-hmm. think is more more wrong? Who's the, who's more wrong to you? In this situation, I think um, Joan is more wrong because we're talking about some re- like a big check at once, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That could potentially make things easier in all aspects of her life. So I think that was wrong. And even though I do think that Tony was wrong with trying to tear up the invitation, it's not the same magnitude. So she still got trumped with that one, even if we were to compare that. Yeah. Well, you know, I've... um... This show's been out for twenty years. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like this is a spoiler. But I've seen the next episode, and we get more of Tony kind of being wilder, wilder. So Tony's mm. gonna get her time to to not shine in the next episode. Mm. But that's it. Hit us up on our social media, guys. Twitter huh? at Hell Yes Girl and TikTok at Hell Yes Girl. Rate, review, and subscribe. So. Next week's episode is called I'll Be There For You, But Not Right Now. I think it's a reference to the show Friends, like their song, I'll Be There For You. Yeah, I think I want to say I'm just guessing just because it's about friends and then this whole issue with Tony and Joan are like friends fighting and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we'll have one of uh, our many guests joining us next week. Uh, Sid and Lex from the new Chitlin Circuit podcast. <laughs> it is gonna be fun, guys. They are Thanks funny. The show. I think they're guys. I think they're funnier than us. So like, yes. you're gonna love them. <laughs> Please make sure you tune in. That way you can hear more points of view besides ours. Because I know every week it's just us, but we like to round out our conversations as much as possible each season and give other people a shot to come on and and uh, give us another point of view so please join us for that next week and until then i'm nettie smith and i'm etsy and we'll see you next week guys bye